0: Shalom, good morning. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 17th of December and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 13th day of Tevet. This week, our parasha is called Vayechi, which means he lived. And today's reading will be Genesis forty-nine twenty-seven through fifty and verse twenty. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are You, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who gives the Torah of truth. And the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning he will devour the prey, and at evening he will divide the plunder. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel and this is what their fathers spoke to them and blessed them. He blessed everyone according to his own blessing. He instructed them and said to them, I am to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Chiti, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Avraham bought with the field, from Ephron the Hittite, as a burial place. There they buried Avraham and Sarah, his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rivka, his wife. And there I buried Leah, the field and the cave that is therein, which was purchased from the children of Chet. When Yaakov finished charging his sons, he gathered up his feet into his bed, breathed his last breath, and was gathered to his people. Yosef fell on his father's face, wept on him, and kissed him. Yosef commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were used for him, for that is how many days it takes to embalm. The Egyptians wept for Israel for seventy days. When the days of weeping were past, Yosef spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please let me speak in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am dying. Bury me in my grave, which I have dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now therefore, please let me go up and bury my father, and I will come again. Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, just like he made you swear. Yosef went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, all the house of Yosef, his brothers, and his father's house. Only their little ones, their flocks, and their herds, they left in the land of Goshen. There went up with him both chariots and horsemen. It was a very great company. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Yarden, they lamented there with a very great and severe lamentation, and he mourned for his father seven days. When the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning in the floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning by the Egyptians. Therefore its name was called Avel Mitzrayim, which is beyond the Yarden. His sons did to him just as he commanded them, for his sons carried him into the land of Canaan, and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah, which Avraham bought with the field, as a possession for a burial site from Ephron the Hittite near Mamre. Yosef returned into Egypt, he and his brothers, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. When Yosef's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Yosef will hate us and will fully pay us back for all the evil which we did to him. They sent a message to Yosef, saying, "Uh, Your father commanded before he died, saying, You shall tell Yosef, Now please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. Now, Please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Yosef wept when he spoke, when they spoke to him. His brothers also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. Yosef said to them, Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to save many people alive as is happening today that was genesis 49:27 through 50:20 and now our portion from the prophets is second samuel 1 now it came to pass after the death of shaul when david had returned from the slaughter of the amalekites that David had stayed two days in Ziklag. On the third day, behold, a man came out of the camp from Shaul with his clothes torn and earth on his head. When he came to David, he fell to the earth and showed respect. Then, Then David said to him, Where do you come from? And he said to him, I have escaped out of the camp of Israel. And David said to him, How did it go? Please tell me. And he answered, The people have fled from the battle, and many of the people also have fallen and are dead. Shaul and Jonathan his son are dead also. David said to the young man who told him, How do you know that Shaul and Jonathan his son are dead? The young man who told him said, As I happen to be on Mount Gilboa, And behold, Sha'ul was leaning on his spear. And behold, the chariots and the horsemen followed close behind him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me. And I answered, Here I am. And he said to me, Who are you? I answered him, I am an Amalekite. And he said to me, Please stand beside me and kill me, for anguish has taken hold of me. "'because of because my life lingers in me. "'So I stood beside him and killed him, "'because I was sure that he could not live after he had fallen. "'I took the crown that was on his head "'and the bracelet that was on his arm, "'and have brought them here to my lord.' "'Then David took hold on his clothes and tore them, "'and all the men who were with him did likewise. "'They mourned, wept, and fasted until evening,' for Shaul and for Jonathan his son, and for the people of the Lord, for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. And David said to the young man who told him, Where are you from? And he answered, I am the son of a foreigner and a Malachite. Then David said to him, Why were you not afraid to stretch out your hand to destroy the anointed of the Lord? David called one of the young men and said, Go near and cut him down. And he struck him so that he died. And David said to him, Your blood be on your head, for your mouth has testified against you, saying, I have slain the anointed of the Lord. And David lamented with his lamentation over Shaul and over Yonatan his son. And he commanded them to teach the children of Yehudah the song of the bow, Behold, it is written in the book of Yashar. Your glory, Israel, was slain on your high places, how the mighty have fallen. Do not tell it in Gat. Do not publish it in the streets of Ashkelon. Lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. Your mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain on you and no fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty was defiled and cast away. The shield of Sha'ul was not anointed with oil. From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, Yonatan's bow did not turn back. Sha'ul's sword did not return empty. Sha'ul and Yonatan were lovely and pleasant in their lives. In their death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. You daughters of Israel weep over Shaul, who clothed you delicately in scarlet, who put ornaments of gold on your clothing. How the mighty have fallen in the middle of the battle. Yonatan was slain on your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Yonatan. You have been very pleasant to me. Your love to me was more wonderful, surpassing the love of women." How the mighty have fallen, and the weapons of war have perished. That was 2 Samuel, chapter 1. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 70. For the Chief Musician by David, a reminder. Hurry, O God, to deliver me. Come quickly to help me, Lord. Let them be disappointed and confounded who seek my soul. Let those who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. Let them be turned because of their shame who say, "Uh Aha, aha. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation continually say, Let God be exalted. But I am poor and needy. Come to me quickly, God. You are my help and my deliverer. Lord, do not delay. That was Psalm 20. And now our portion from the Apostles is Luke 2, 22 through 52. And when the days of their purification, according to the Torah of Moshe, were fulfilled, they brought him up to Yerushalayim to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the Torah of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the Torah of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Yerushalayim whose name was Shimon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Ruach HaKodesh was on him, and it had been revealed to him by the Ruach HaKodesh that he should not see death before he had seen the Mashiach of the Lord. And he came by the Ruach into the temple. When the parents brought in the child, Yeshua, that they might do concerning to him according to the requirement of the Torah, then he received him into his arms and blessed God and said, Master, Now you are releasing your servant, according to your word, in shalom. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light for revelation to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. And Yosef and his mother were marveling at the things which were spoken concerning him. And Shimon blessed them, and said to Miriam his mother, Behold, this child is set for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which is spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Chana, a prophetess, the daughter of Penuel of the tribe of Ashel. She was of a great age, having lived with a husband seven years from her virginity, and she had been a widow for about eighty-four years, who did not depart from the temple, worshipping with fastings and petitions night and day. And coming up that very hour, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had accomplished all things that were according to the Torah of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own town, Nazarat. And the child was growing and was becoming strong in spirit, being filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents went every year to Jerusalem at the Feast of Pesach, and when he was about 12 years old, They went up to Jerusalem, according to the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they were returning, the boy Yeshua stayed behind in Jerusalem. But Yosef and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to be in the company, they went a day's journey, and they looked for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem looking for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the middle of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I were anxiously looking for you. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying which he had spoken to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and he was subject to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Yeshua increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. That was Luke 2, 22-52. And if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 2 Corinthians 11 also. Well, that concludes our readings for Friday, for today. However, since it is Shabbat tomorrow and we don't post an episode on Shabbat, um, I'll be reading tomorrow's readings today as well. So let's look... At our Shabbat readings for this week. Tomorrow will be Saturday, Shabbat, the 18th of December, and the 14th of Tevet. And the Torah portion that I will read is the final part of the Parashah for the week, and it is 50, Genesis 50, verses 21 through 26. It is the final part of the book of Genesis, Begashit. Now therefore do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. So he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Now Yosef lived in Egypt, he and his father's house. Yosef lived 110 years. Yosef saw Ephraim's children to the third generation, the children also of Machil, the son of Menasheh, were born on Yosef's knees. Yosef said to his brothers, I'm dying, but God will surely visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land which he swore to Avraham, to Isaac, and to Yaakov. Then Joseph took an oath from the sons of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Yosef died, and being 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. That was Genesis fifty twenty-one through 26, and it concludes this book. Now, every time we come to the end and conclusion of one of the five books of the Torah, we say, Chazak, Chazak, v'nit chazek. Which means, may we be strong and strengthened. As we uh, look forward to turning the page and beginning another book of the Torah next week. And this Shabbat, our Haftarah portion, is 1 Kings 2 1 through 12. Now the days of David came near that he should die, and he commanded Shlomo his son, saying, I am going the way of all the earth. You shall be strong, therefore, and show yourself a man, and keep the charge of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his mitzvot, his ordinances, and his testimonies, according to that which is written in the Torah of Moshe, that you may prosper in all that you do, and wherever you turn yourself." Then the Lord may establish his word, which he spoke concerning me, saying, If your children are careful of their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail you, he said, a man on the throne of Israel. Moreover, you know also what Yoav, the son of suliah did to me, even what he did to the two captains of the armies of Israel, to Avnu, the son of Nil and to Amasa, the son of Yetel, whom he killed, and shed the blood of war in peace, and put the blood of war on his sash that was around his waist, and in his sandals that were on his feet. Do therefore according to your wisdom, and do not let his gray hair go down to Sheol in Shalom. But show kindness to the sons of Barzillai the Giladite, and let them be among those who eat at your table, for so they came to me when I fled from Avshalom, your brother. Behold, there is with you Shimi, the son of Gera, the Binyamite of Bahuim, who cursed me with a grievous curse in the day when I went to Machanaim. But he came down to meet me at the Yarden, and I swore to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put you to death with the sword. Now therefore, do not hold him guiltless. For you are a wise man, and you will know what to do. What you ought to do to him, and you shall bring his gray hair down to Sheol with blood. David slept with his fathers and was buried in David's city. The days that David reigned over Israel were forty years. He reigned seven years in Hebron, and he reigned thirty three years in Jerusalem. And Shlomo sat on David, his father's throne, and his kingdom was firmly established. That was First Kings two one through twelve. Our portion this Shabbat from the Apostles is Revelation seven one through seventeen. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth so that no wind would blow on the earth or on the sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel ascend from the sunrise, having the seal of the living God. He cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, until we have sealed the bondservants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 sealed out of every tribe of the sons of Israel. Of the tribe of Yehuda, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Reuven, 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad, 12,000. Of the tribe of Asher, 12,000. Of the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000. Of the tribe of Menashe, 12,000 of the tribe of Shimon, 12,000, of the tribe of Levi, 12,000, of the tribe of Isashar, 12,000, of the tribe of Zvulun, 12,000, of the tribe of Yosef, 12,000, of the tribe of Binyamin, 12,000 were sealed. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no man could count, out of every nation, and of all tribes, peoples, and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation be to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before his throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, These who are arrayed in the white robes, who are they and where did they come from? And I told him, My Lord, you know. So he said to me, These are those who came out of the great tribulation. They washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle over them. They will hunger no longer. They will thirst no longer. The sun will not strike them. Nor any heat, for the Lamb who is in the middle of the throne shepherds them and leads them to the springs of life giving waters, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. That was Revelation chapter 7, and it concludes our readings for today and for this week. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms and I wish you all a Shabbat Shalom.